0: What are you doing, beloved? Attention, attention, my black brother. What I want y'all to do right now is take out the durag. The silky ties down. I want to see the waves glistening. If you got nappy here, pick it. Don't let nobody discourage you.
1: Ariel. Black boys. Black boy. What is up, everyone? It is your boy, Lord Devry. And I'm Derwin King. And we are back with another episode of That Black Boy Joy. Woo! I know we took a break uh last week. We just needed to. It was like a holiday break and things like that. And needed a rest. Devin's birthday. Yes, ha- it happy was. belated birthday. The world is officially
0: a quarter of a century. I am 25 <laughs> years old. I am old as a
1: It was his birthday and all that. So we was like, you know what? Let's take a break from the show and things like that. But we are back um, to wrap up 2019 because... This has been an amazing year. It truly has. For us. Ups for and downs and everything. Too, black girl. men, black people, and also the podcast. So yes. we are going to dive into so many things today. But how are you today?
0: I am doing so well today. Um, visited my uncle mm-hmm. um, in a nursing home. And so our, a lot of our family got together. People I hadn't seen in a couple of months, mm-hmm. um, maybe even a year or so. Um, got a chance to talk to my cousin, who is also an actor, about the craft. And that's always very that's great and enlightening. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel... I feel, I feel good. I'm so glad that we're coming to a close. I'm yes. so happy that this is
1: like... We're finishing not only a year, God. but a decade, girl. This We can close the chapter on the decade. I know. That's like a thing. Like I just keep seeing so much things about the decade. What happened through the decades. I'm like... Because we didn't give a fuck in 2009. Like, we did not. not. Right. I mean, like we were children for most of that. So
0: it's yeah. like, yeah, whatever. But now this is like, <clears> we are <throat> completing 10 years of being aware of time moving. Yeah. Like a, of our own growth. Child,
1: why do I think a, a decade was 2000? <laughs> From 2000. Right. 2000, because when, 10, 000, when 2010
0: came around, we didn't give a fuck. I did
1: not give a fuck. I'm we were just like, what? we in the teens, whatever, right, girl. Yeah, yeah. But like,
0: we were just starting to
1: understand ourselves. Yeah. This is 10 years, of us being yeah. 10 years of us being
0: self-aware. 10 years of us being self-aware. Can you believe that?
1: I cannot believe it. I'm still like, well, I'm going to wake up and it's going to be 2020. Yeah,
0: but girl, now we're in like the existential dread phase. Yeah. So like, we've got 10 years now of... of Post-existential dread mm. and like actually getting shit done. <laughs> so let's see how that goes when yeah. we're 35 years old having this conversation. Ah! From 20 to uh, 30.
1: That's gonna be so weird. Yeah. I mean, I'm ready to I'm ready to get older, but it's so surreal when you start to realize that you are aging. Aging. <laughs> <laughs> you start to realize literally, I was 15. Yeah. Now I'm like all of a sudden 35. I tell you where. Where did my life go? This has been an adventure. Adventurous yeah.
0: decade for me, mm-hmm. and we'll, we can talk about it later. But this has been an adventurous decade. Yeah, same for
1: me. I've oh. I, I developed a lot wow. of who I was mm-hmm. in this decade. <laughs> but, I mean, we talk about college, yeah, oh, girl. But um, yeah. So um, that's good that you had. Everything's been good for you right now. Um, I can, I'm I'm good. I just came back home. Take two. I just came back from home, um, which is Ohio for everyone to know how to be exact. So I had a good week with my family, gathered myself. It felt good this time because I actually got to hang out with my sister. Good. So I wasn't like as lonely as I was the time before. But it was really good to be around family and things of that nature and just be like relaxing. Um, and then coming back, I'm really super excited to be here. Just like I feel like my mind is in like a clear space. I don't know why. I think just like everything around me, I'm just like. All right, Dev. You know you got it. You know things I was dealing with or stressed out about. It's not like a factor to me, but it's still like you know. I think well, I'm. I'm excited for this new year. Cause it's an excuse for me to like not restart, but like reset my my ideologies and thought process on things. But everything's been good. What has brought you joy uh, this week? Oh, this week. What has brought me joy this? I was sick for a lot of the week, <laughs> child. Um. Your birthday though? Yeah, you know, that, mean, was <laughs> yeah that was last week. I mean well that's we're doing both because we were not here
0: last week. Oh true. Okay. Yeah. Well my birthday did bring me so much <laughs> joy. And I went to the butterfly pavilion at the Natural History oh, Museum. I heard that. I heard oh easy. my god, it was so great. Yeah. The butterflies, like they were landing in my hair and Oh on girl, my you love them pictures. Yes, honey, I was butterfly zadzy. Is that like a is that like a seasonal? No, it's all, it's all year because oh. they keep the temperature controlled. I need to go there for yes. my friend Tiffany. I will absolutely be going again. I'm yes. probably going to go a couple times in 2020 because mm-hmm. that's going to be my sanctuary. The one thing I didn't like about it, there was this badass kids up in that bitch screaming.
1: Nonetheless, were they trying to kill the butterfly? Because I know... They rice. were
0: acting like they were going to hit him and I was going...
1: Yeah, God, was my head. All right.
0: <laughs> uh, got some really good gifts for my birthday really really cool gift from my friend Jasmine Um, she got me a book of the looks that I've um that was put really together dope. over the last like four or five years it was so thoughtful yeah. oh my god it was the most thoughtful gift I think I've received in my entire that life that was dope it was so nice mm-hmm. if you I'll bring it to you because it's got quotes in it from revolutionaries like James Baldwin um, Nina Simone it's got some um Angela Davis in there and then also <laughs> his um got this really good essay um, by Miles um, about reimagining the future. Johnson, shout out out to you. No, I love me some Mm -hmm. Miles E.
1: Johnson, honey. Yes, yes, yes.
0: Um, So I'll bring it to you so you can read it. It was a really good personal gift. And it's going to be my coffee table thing. So when I get a coffee
1: table. Yeah, that's good. (laughs) Mine's, um, my week was good. Uh, Went home, of course. Um, So we had an ugly sweater party um, at my job, and we all, like, passed each other gifts as well. And I feel like my, my coworkers, like, listen to me, like, a lot. I don't know. I, I feel like sometimes I'm talking, and I don't know if people really understand who I am or, like, as an individual. But, like, the gifts that I got were really, like, me. Good. Like, also, like, for, I like video games, so my friend got me some video games, got me, like, my favorite candy, Um, got me some uh gift cards for clothes and things like that. And just, like, I had, like, really good conversations during that, like, week. And then also um going home, seeing friends and family... Um, was good. And also, I got me a Nintendo Switch, which I was like, I don't, I know, I know, people were probably like, what the fuck is he no, like excited the girls about? I Switch. love that it's so accessible. It's portable. I can take it here, there, everywhere. I wish I loved them. I wish yeah. that I wanted that. It's I, I, like I said, video games to me, it's very stressful. Leaving, um, I'm not as a hardcore gamer as I used to be, but like just like having the space to have something to do to unwind and not think about a lot of stuff is good. Yeah. But it also, I remember last week, I got two weeks ago. I'm trying to need to correct myself when we talked about like. Things that we, um, what is it called? Um, We talked about things or brands that we are, like, loyal to. Yes. I'm loyal to Sony, and I'm loyal to Apple. There you go. (laughs) I I literally been thinking about that. I was like, I cannot wait to get back on the show to talk about this. But Sony and Apple, Apple. I just love Apple products. They're just, I will, I'm loyal to like anything that is Apple. I would never go to Android. And then um, Sony products, Sony PlayStation, all that stuff like that. I really enjoyed all that. So I just wanted to put that back in the show.
0: <laughs> it really <laughs> makes mine look so dumb. I think I said like toothpaste or something. I know, but
1: that's I had to. You, see, I, you know, I have these. Do you ever have these moments where you're like, oh shit, this is what I could have said. This is me. Absolutely. Because I want to. If would, we did that again, I would have better, better significantly oh, yeah. better. Answers. It was when you were
0: your head was Grab all over head. the place. I, couldn't, I couldn't form a thought. We were the that, problem to that. We need to. <laughs> I Seriously, there was not a single... I, I've never been in a headspace like yeah. that publicly. Yeah. So it was so shocking for me to be in this space and not know how yeah. to say I am
1: like that. I'm, my brain goes frazzled like yesterday when I'm going off subject. So I went out with one of my friends to her family's thing. That was just really nerve-wracking going into somebody else's like family. Mm. You know, it was very nerve-wracking. It was very welcoming. Mm. But... When I spoke or when I was, like, telling... When they asked me what i do, like, you know, um, why did I choose DC? I got really frazzled and nervous. I felt like all eyes was on me because I was an outsider. So, like, I was trying to meticulously say things like, oh, I love DC, but, like, you know, all this stuff like that. But then I was like, girl, this is not your family. But it was fun. But it was very nerve-wracking being, like, the center of attention Mm. and people that did not know who I was. So I was like, this is the first time they see me. Are they going to judge me? Like That's interesting. I was very frazzled. I'm it always was... around other people's families so I don't... Yeah, never. It was older women too so you know that's different too. Older women? Older black women? Ooh, an older black woman <laughs> harassed me today. Girl,
0: it's always... Since I was like 12, older women have like hit on me. Mm. Like, so like you are cute. You are handsome young man get to rub it and touch And Why this old lady who was apparently friends with my great aunt said to me that she would... She could lay me she said, I could lay you out. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Like, on the bed.
1: Okay. <laughs> I was like, she was trying to fight you or put you down. No, she was trying. That's what she said. I could yeah. put you down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've had that happen. It's mighty uncomfortable. Isn't it? It's mighty uncomfortable. And then also, there was a man there that was like, you know, older men, they say these things that are like very like, um, like sexual to women, yeah, like yeah. my friend, he seen, he looked at her and was like, "Oh, I hope y'all get home safe." He was like, "But you, on the other hand, I know what you, I know you're not really good as you, you say you are. You got this cross on your on your chest because she had a her she had a halter top. He was like, "You got a cross on your chest," but I know everything that you do. Looking at you, I was like, "And we're gone." I said, "And this is really uncomfortable." You... Oh, no, we man. all were the man, the older we're man. man they was drinking, and then you know, we leave that in 2019. Yeah, I was like, "We're leaving that in 2019," but. Yeah okay, that was good. We had a lot of stuff that was happening this week for us, so we are going to go into our Black Boy Joy Spotlight. Yes, honey, That's ah, our Black Boy spo- uh, our Black Boy Joy Spotlight. I have so much energy, and we are going to be doing Mister uh, Jabuki Young White. Yes, I know him from Trevor Noah Project. Yeah, he's a correspondent
0: on The Daily Show. The Daily Show. Yeah, um...
1: <laughs> Wait, is that the? Was it's not the Trevor Noah Project? Well, um, <laughs> he's on that, right? I think is that the name of it? Or is yeah, it the, oh, the
0: Daily Show with Trevor Noah. Okay,
1: I don't know where I got project from.
0: you know what you're thinking of the tre- the Trevor project? Yeah, I'm thinking of
1: that. I literally thought of that. I got I you, still. girl. I okay. Got you. Let's go on with Mr. Jabuki. Uh,
0: yeah, so Mr. Jabuki, Jabuki is 25 years old mm-hmm. um, and he was raised in Harvey, Illinois, went to Marion Catholic High School and went to DePaul University. He actually left his senior year to pursue his uh, comedy career full time. Mm-hmm. So he's been doing stand-up since he was about 19. So it's about, what, six years now? Yeah. And he, uh, some of his tweets and since 2016, yeah. some of his tweets, memes, and posts have gone viral. Um, so he actually gained prominence through social media. Um, he's one of the most adorable black gay yes. people I've ever seen. First of all, I have a huge crush on Jabuki. I literally <laughs> start cheesing like the Cheshire cat when I see uh-huh. or hear his name because I love him. He's I don't know what it is about him. He's so cute.
1: And I love the way he like si- like situates his face in a really silly way. It's mm-hmm. just so adorable. Yeah, I love seeing his like <laughs> commentary when he does uh when he's on the Daily Show, with Trevor Noah. I Oof. love that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> girl. We irritate. We
0: irritate. Love that man. No, he was so. When the fucking cats movie came out, he changed his shit to cats and the movie? like yeah, and was tweeting like oh. he was the cats page. Oh god. Oh, he's such a troll. I love he it. Is a troll. If you guys don't know, he's of uh, Jamaican and Chinese, um, Jamaican uh, descent. Really cool. Um, and he's gay. Mm-hmm. And he's, should, I think he's working on uh, doing a film soon. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, shout outs to him for being, you know, my age and um, really doing the shit. Yeah. His like, fun fact. Really I doing the shit.
1: Fun fact, I did not know his brother was the baby father of Kaylani's uh, daughter. Oh, for real? Yeah. They, yeah. What's his name? J- uh, J- 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 Javon or JaVe? Which one Jav- is it? I don't know, Javon or JaVe, but they're both queer. So that's the thing. Cause you know, he was, he was, he was bisexual. There was the whole wave of him bisexual. There are things happening in my body right now. I'm (laughs) I'm
0: meeting Jabuki and I, I tweeted that I really want to kiss him. So if I, is that weird? No. I want to kiss Chibuki. I have to. Oh, wait. One okay, says that might be a little... Not like... It
1: doesn't <laughs> have to be like a tongue kiss. Like, even if it's a peck. A even peck. if it's
0: for like we're doing a project yeah. and my character kisses him, I want to kiss Chibuki.
1: Was, it's got to happen. Oh, I just thought about that. I met Stevie Mackey. Do you know who that is? Yeah. The vocal coach. I met him when I went to go see PJ Morton over Are you there. serious? Yes. That's so fucking dope. He walked in. He walked, like, he walked by the bar in the Fillmore. And I was like, Stevie Mackey? He was like, hello, hello. And then my friend was like Oh my God, you the vocal coach. And he was like, yes, I am. He gave her Tiffany a hug and a kiss on the cheek. And then afterwards when the show was like, you know when they do the, the encore so they sing one more song? So, uh, JP, uh, J- J- PJ Morton's song, um, if you, know what song was that? Well, yeah, what's the song with him and Yabba? oh, you don't know. Anyways, so when he came <laughs> back out, um, uh, Steve Mackey was in front of us with his with his jacket on, just looking really just like the shit. And then my friend was whispering why she wanted to take a picture with him. So one of his friends was like, "Oh, they want to take a picture with you." So we took a picture. It was really dope. He was really sweet. So I, you made me think about kiss. I don't know why. So because
0: she kissed your friend. No, but yeah, see like her. that's the type of shit I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm
1: gonna get my Jabuki kiss. I don't care what nobody say. Get your chabuki kiss. I am getting it Love you, Jabuki. Yeah. So we want to give you all the Black Boy joy, love, and all I of that. All this joy, baby. Get all of Devin. <laughs> Get it. it. So we are going to, um, wow. So it's a lot that we're going to be talking about. Well, I mean, the
0: year in review and and by proxy, the decade in review. Like, we can't talk about one without talking about the other. So, I mean, I I imagine it might get slightly convoluted, but we're here for a journey. If it's convoluted, it was no more convoluted than the year was. You know? know, I mean, what has this year been but convoluted? This year, this
1: year and then this decade. So, okay. This year, it's been so much. Yes, just the year alone. This year's happened in, like, with this okay. impeachment, you know, just, like, the rise of, like, Megan Thee Stallion and Lil Nas X. Yes. Just, like, the whole...
0: Wow. Uh, what a year for Black art. Yes, yes. This is very truly us. Came out this year. Yes. Um. It feels like so much of these things happened so long ago. Uh. What was the movie we just talked about? Queen and Sh- Slim. Queen and Slim. Slim came out this yeah. year. Yeah. <laughs> I was like,
1: that just came out too.
0: Uh. David Makes Man just premiered yes! this year. Yes, yes, yes. Uh. We've got a lot of show. mixed sisters just started this year. Yeah.
1: We have Mr. Um. John Legend is the sexiest
0: man alive. Wow. This has been a year for Black people. Uh-huh. So I, I do want to go ahead and start talking about some of- how some of those things um impacted us this mm-hmm. year. I think from the very beginning um. I I've very vaguely remember January, February, and March. Mm-hmm. So if you remember anything from that time, you know, or yeah. bring it swinging back. I oh, well. think Aretha Franklin died around that time, right? Yeah, she died earlier this year. Earlier this year. So we early lost Aretha Franklin. We also lost Diana Carroll this mm-hmm. year, which really, really broke my heart. Miss Devereaux. Wow, we lost John Witherspoon this year. Yeah, we did. Rest in peace, Pops,
1: honey. Like, yeah. damn. Because if they were going to do the boondocks again... Oh, <sighs> I mean, I, I think Je- I think Jennifer um, Lewis Lewis I think would be, be a great, great person. Right? You know, do people troll and like we want to make it happen. Absolutely. I would, I would, I would, I want to see that. Uh
0: what my favorite moment in music this year, um, <sighs> is a two part from Beyonce. Yes, um, it, because it was in April that she dropped the Homecoming, um, both on Netflix and on iTunes, and that has been a force in my self confidence yeah. and my motivation since mm-hmm. since then. Um, oh. Yeah, duh. And then the second part, of course, would be the Lion King soundtrack, not soundtrack, uh, accompanied compilation album, mm-hmm. The Gift. So thank you to Beyonce because you have instilled so much pride and so much glory. When I say this has truly been a year for Black people, mm-hmm. I think we have had a number of projects drop this year that really help us feel in tune and proud of who we are individually. Solange. As Black folk. Right, because Solange's album dropped in March. Chance That's what rapper. it was. Chance the Rapper. Mm-hmm. um, uh. Ari Lennox's album yes. dropped this year Solange made an album that was weird black art it was like it was black art but it got a chance to be well, with the year of the e mm-hmm. Um and it was yes, so abstract the
1: yes. mm-hmm. Houston it, mm-hmm. this
0: was the year of Houston that, the year of Houston <laughs> because we, Beyonce, Solange mega this stuff. has really been I think one of the most instrumental black pride years mm-hmm. of, of um, my lifetime I yeah. can honestly say that I can honestly say that I have felt more comfortable and more proud being black this year than I ever have mm-hmm. and I've honestly taken that into like my workspaces I, I don't feel weird or shy about talking about being black mm-hmm. at work mm-hmm. or about talking about whiteness yeah my co-workers who are in like generation um X and mm-hmm. the Boomers they are really shy about saying white or about talking about whiteness and I am here to challenge that and mm-hmm. now that I've got all this art and all this support I think um, just globally and specifically just at nationwide, we're doing a really good job of backing each other up, mm-hmm. so that we can feel comfortable talking about our blackness in those spaces.
1: Yeah, <clears throat> we had, a, we had. I think this year there was just a lot of like, we need to be at the forefront. Yes. we need the representation. i mean, even think about like Issa Rae with little uh, with Black Lady. Black women's sketch show. Yes. Like having that as a, the first all black cast of females mm. for a comedy show. Just thinking about that. Like think about like Little Nas X, his overnight success as someone that came out as a gay Wow. A black man. Oh, bitch, a year <laughs> for gay black men, Billy yes! Porter. Billy Porter. Wow. Yeah. I'm wow. thinking about like all of that and I'm just like We got our we, first TV show. We got our first TV Reality show. TV show. What show was that
0: again? Designing um what was it? What was it called? Black, what? It's the one with um. We talked about it. You and I talked about it. I'm the screaming. Two, the black married couple. Oh, oh,
1: style in Hollywood. Style in Hollywood. <laughs> yes, I oh, thank you. I was like, what do you talk about? I don't want to forget anything, but like, style in Hollywood, like wow, having like here. representation in front of us. Yes. Like I just am like amazed by like how much has happened in this year, and just like you know feeling it like I'm really feeling like proud to be who I am yeah. I'm proud to be unapologetic in my spaces wherever I go like I just feel like this was the year for experience I want to say more ex- more ex- of challenging boundaries and pushing boundaries especially in our community I think yeah. that that was the year we even like I just am proud of where we've, where we've tried to accomplish and what we have accomplished this year and just like the representation I feel like going forward it's going to be like even more amazing but just like thinking about I keep for- I literally keep thinking forgetting about um got her name that was running for president.
0: Oh, Kamal, uh, yeah, Kamala Harris. We even Harris. had, like,
1: we even had, you know, Kamala Harris running for president yeah. as a black woman. We had two. You know? We yeah. had two black people running. Who was that? Who was Corey the Cory Booker. Cory Booker. I was like, I know it was Cory, I don't remember what he, what he was doing, but, like, just thinking about, like, all of that and this year. What a year for us. Yeah. Tyler Perry got his... St- Studio! He got no, that studio. No,
0: seriously, we have been winning. Oh, f- f- Jarrell, uh, Jarrell, Jarrell Jerome. Yes, for um, he got his when, when They See Oscar. Us. Oh my God. Was it a, was it
1: Oscar?
0: I think That's that a show. A... So it was an Emmy? Emmy? Emmy. Emmy. It was an Emmy. Emmy, Emmy.
1: Um, wow, wow. Regina King. Wow. Regina King got something for, us. was it? No, she got it for, um, what's the movie? Uh, if Bill Street Could Talk. Yeah, yes, and a we have, a, and Black, we have her I'm ass just... for Watchmen as a Black vigilante woman, superhero. Like, not superhero, but, like, this dog that... So, like, l- l- we've gotten a lot of accolades this year, and I mean, of course, it's
0: like we can only keep going up from yeah, here. Yeah, we're like, wow. But I'm just, I'm interested in. I had a thought about Pose since we had almost talked about, um, like mm-hmm. specifically, like how we've come up as Black gay people. Pose really laid the groundwork last year for, um, really bringing in the awards for this this year's season, and then also, um, for getting the conversations about Black gay people going in households in the forefront. A lot of people are just now seeing Pose this year My Not mom and dad the were. second season, mm-hmm. and so I think we've done a lot of the work that came from last year is really rolled into this year um, and has has allowed so much of what Black people have done over the last couple of years to come into fruition. Mm -hmm. So I only see more of that manifestation coming in next year. I'm so proud of us. I I really am. am. 2019 was was a rough year um, and when we look
1: back, I think we can probably pull out a lot of negative things but this was a great year for Black people. This was also the start this was the year of the show. Podcast. We started January... (laughs) I don't remember. 10, really? 10, 12. Yeah, we started the year, uh, me and my former co-host, we started off the new year with this podcast. Wow. So I'm thinking, of, I thought about that too. Like we're coming into our third season of this podcast in this new year, this was, this was the, I think this was the year for that. The, the year for trial and error for me also, just like personally thinking about that. And also like media, like I'm just thinking about like so many things in media. That is like trial, to, trial and error, and it's been successful. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I love trial and error. I it do. It sucks when you're in it,
0: but then when you accomplish something, it's like, damn, I did all this work. Yeah. Away. So now this decade. You uh, know. do. You, <laughs> well, yeah, okay. So Hold for on. the for the decade, and well, this has been a well, since 2010. There's way too many too many things that have happened. Yeah, Every yeah. single Real Housewives
1: of, of Atlanta moment that has any value
0: <laughs> happened yes. in the last ten years. This, I,
1: I I keep thinking that this show came on ten years like years ago. What did? Like, Atlanta, Housewives. That started 12 two, years ago at this point. 2009 or 8? Eight? 2008 eight? was the okay. first season. Yeah, They did their, their 10th it. season, what? Two, two seasons ago? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're on their 12th. They they're on their 12th. This is 12 years of... Of, of, of iconic moments. Like, they have shaped... And they they've shaped a lot from Phaedra Reed
0: to Kenya and herself. Kenya came in. Sure. I mean, it was a little corny. The twirl Gone with the Wind factors yes. thing was corny, but she she came with it and it, and literally sealed her mark there. Phaedra's um, moment with Candy, mm-hmm. Candy. Every argument Nene and Candy have had yeah. have had the with the exception of one, I think,
1: has happened in the last Phaedra's t- years. whole department departure from the show because of her her line, <laughs> her star. I think so. I think about those like was like when that happened. I thought it was good for show, like the you don't know, have to keep stories plots going. But I think when it was like were revealed on this on the stage, that was when it backfired. It was I feel a like shit show. I feel like Andy did not give her like the green light. <laughs> like I think Portia was not supposed to say where they got the source from, and then like Andy. Oh, came... you think they knew? Yes, I feel like you know they put bugs in people's ears. But anyways, mm, it was that you know. are right. I feel like that. I feel like that was that. But um,
0: we had uh, ten years, almost was how many years of Obama did we had this decade? Eight. Mm, sorry. Because he got he was elected in 2008, so that's minus two, but then also minus the last
1: three years, so minus five. I don't do math. Five
0: years of Obama. (laughs) I'm like, I don't do
1: math. I do not do math. Yeah, it was six. It was six years of of Obama. Duh. 2010 to
0: 2016, we have six years of Obama this year, so the majority of our decade has been good. Becoming, um, Becoming,
1: um, what was that? Michelle? What's the the name of the book? Oh, I don't know. Becoming Obama? Becoming Michelle? you're asking the wrong one <laughs> what is it's becoming just that was that that has sold so many
0: i have to read it yeah. um it's not high on my list of uh, not that I, I have a lot, I have an immense amount of respect for Michelle Obama, mm-hmm. but there's i definitely reading queer books first, so that's just that that's mm-hmm. that on that I I'm more I need to get more in touch with who I am as a black queer person and figure all of that out so I can like understand survival and actually perform it uh, before I start reading the other things. So mm-hmm. I do intend to read her book, just not anytime soon.
1: Yeah, I, I I just know that that has like broke so many records in regards to like books, novels, um, and things, and also the water, um. What's the book, the Waterbender, the water, well, the slave going back in time and think to and fro. Who wrote Toby, that? Toby Tub. Uh... Oh, Do you know, I know what, exactly the, what you talking about? The Water about. Shaper, the Water Shifter, the Water Traveler. Help me, y'all. So...
0: You should not help me, y'all.
1: We help got me, a y'all. Live audience, honey.
0: <laughs> we don't got no live audience. Help me, Michael y'all. Michael Arsenault's book. I wanna say, Um, I wonder if that came out last year or this year. Because that was good. Have you read I Can't Date Jesus? Mm-hmm. I read that in 2019. So if it didn't come out last year, I read... The, the reason I'm bringing it up is I read Michael Arsenault's book this year, Um, I Can't Date Jesus. And it was really good about his experiences as a gay black man coming up. Um, oh, I, I know what you're talking about. I think that did come out in 2018. Yeah, because um, Beyonce was up in that. But since then... um. Ooh, no ashes in the fire came out as well. Dar- Darnell Moore.
1: That came out this year, or 2018. Mm-hmm, that was this year.
0: Oh yeah, so I can't de- date Jesus was last year, but okay. I read it this year. Um, but no, that was this year. No fires in the. Um, no fires in the ash. No, I mean, no
1: fire. Ashes in the fire. No ashes in the fire. Oh,
0: it was 2018 too.
1: Yeah, I was, God, like, I, damn. I was like, that came out. That came. That came out. A little bit. Why did I just get that this year yeah. too? What's the book? The water. Um, the water traveler. The Do you water... know the um, the author? No, It's like a. Time travel slavery. Then you book. got the wrong one. Put type in time travel slavery book. That's too vague. No, it ain't. Watch, it's gonna pop up. It's gonna be the first one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Didn't pop. Wait, 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 wait. There's see. a couple of them. Apparent, apparently, a couple of what them. Because the I was thinking Octavia Butler when you said it, because she does a lot of science fiction, a lot of black science fiction.
1: Um, wait, I know I'm over struggling about this right now. Uh, Toby. That's not that man's name. I know it's not. It's, that's so racist of me. The water, y'all. We, sh- I'm struggling over here. The water, uh, I know because his that. name is a little complicated. I know
0: that he spoke um in front of the government at some point. Or the water head
1: dancer, head. the water dancer by Ta Nahisi Coates. <laughs> a- I was about to spin this entire show. That man's name <laughs> is Ta Nahisi Coates, Toby. <laughs> I, I could it. not, I, I, oh, I, just, I know that was not that man's <laughs> name. <laughs>
0: So that came out in um, September. Yeah. I do have to add that to my list. I'm not reading a lot of fiction, but I'll go ahead and add that to my list, too, mm-hmm. of things to read. Um, any other books came out this year? No, well, nah. since the ones I, I named came out, out in 2018. But that was for the damn decade anyway, and I don't care. That was so y'all can't call me wrong. No. She no. <laughs> Oh, that was for the decade. That was, was for,
1: for the, the decade. decade. This decade, we had a lot of like um, style change fashion and style.
0: Well, a lot of the older styles came back. We yeah. went through a couple of decades. This was it, we went through we the jerk? 70s this decade. We went through um jerking was last decade, praise the lord. Or was it unless it was
1: 2010 precisely? I think it was like 2010. Yikes, honey. You're oh, a jerk. I know. You're a jerk. I'm a, <laughs> You know we had the millennium tour. Fuck that shit. <laughs> We brought back all of the was, music
0: that we I'm had. I'm sorry, I don't know why y'all were paying to see that shit. I didn't see it. I didn't. I'm, I'm not. I wasn't a fan. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not even playing. There's it's nothing. Not they can't offer me nothing. The only person I was even remotely interested in seeing was Mario. But I think he, yeah. if he pushes through, he could have a continued successful career because he's talented vocally. But the rest of those men can really dig the ditch they're performing in because I'm mm. not. I don't care to see it, and I
1: mean that. I think also um, talking about our. our our personal development in in, our, in this decade is significant as well. We also transitioned from college. Um, yeah. A, a lot here, of who we
0: are, who we've, be- we've become, has happened in this decade. We started college two to three years into the decade. Yeah, 2012 for me. Amazing. Yeah, Amazing. Yeah, it was 12, 13. Um, so I was 17 when I got to school. 12, yeah. And I remember... I was saying I was a grown-ass teenager. Woo! That's something a child would say. Yeah. I'm a grown-ass teenager. You ask any friend I had freshman year, that's exactly what I was going <laughs> around saying. My stupid-ass logic was, excuse me, I'm old enough to do whatever the hell I want to since I'm not at my home. At my home, You know, I'm in college now. I can do whatever I want to. Can anybody tell me? Right. That but I'm not legally old enough to be held responsible, not taking into account that if a if a court wanted to throw me under the jail, they very well could. Yeah. Because uh, I'm a black man. Because <laughs> oh, you're a what? A, a black, black man. <laughs> man. I mean, but I also wasn't doing nothing too wild. I was just, I love freedom. I love mm-hmm. the Me illusion too. of freedom. So that was what it was all yeah. about. Um, you know, came out this decade. Uh, had my first, like, uh, like consensual and very much aware sexual experience mm-hmm. um, this decade. Um, and have had every single one. <laughs>
1: Sense. <laughs> Y'all should see his face right now. He was guilty as fuck for that.
0: Oh, uh, we got the prep pill this this decade. We did. We did get prep. We prep. got prep, and we have two. Prep. I'm on.
1: I have Discovery. Yeah, you told me about that when Um, yeah. To, and the so I'm thinking about Pep as well for some reason. Mm-hmm. We talk about prep and Pep. Now, yeah. Oh yeah, did Pep just come? No, we they,
0: we've had that for a while, right? Really, we've had
1: to i I'm not. I'm not even.
0: Aware. I feel like Michael. Um, Michael. That's his name? <laughs> John- Magic Johnson has been on pep for a minute. I don't know about that. Because it's pro- post-exposure. Oh, pep is the... Uh, never mind. I'm pep thinking of anti- pre- retrovirals. Excuse me, everyone. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was like... I don't. Excuse think- me. Yeah. So sorry. Run that back. <laughs> yeah, no, I had
1: a lot of... Um, Anti-retrovirals. I had a lot of... Um, I came out this year as well. Um, I did have, I, I started to begin to, you know, f- figure out who I was and how I moved around spaces. College, I did become very rebellious as well because that was when I was becoming into my own identity and I didn't want anybody to infer- interfere with who I was becoming. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had that in this decade as well. And I think this decade was monumental for us. Like, I think for our, our, our us, for, I had my first consensual partner as well, like my first boyfriend. Um, so I think, yeah, this year was, it was a lot of change. It was a lot of like, this is, we were coming we were becoming ourselves.
0: I took my first trip abroad in 2010. Mm-hmm. Took the last one this year. So I, I love to say that I started the decade traveling abroad and you finished it. it as well. And, and in places I dreamed of going, it was in 2008 that I dreamed I would go to Spain. You so did. it was amazing that the end of the end of the decade, I would go there. And then Trinidad, I had always wanted to go because my mom is from there, my mm-hmm. stepmother. Um. So i really glad that I got to do that. Every bit of traveling I've done has happened this decade. I really hope to do more, but... yeah. That was cool. So I've a lot of my growth about like understanding the world has happened from there. It, I think the bulk of the personal deaths I've experienced have happened um this this decade too. Mm-hmm. Um, the first time that I I could say I lost a peer happened
1: mm-hmm. in this decade. Yeah, you were I seen on Twitter <clears throat> you talk about they didn't know how to do the grieving. Oh girl, that was a <laughs> random
0: ass memory. Like I was sitting down in on my bed and somehow remembered that um oh because I, whenever I was watching, they went to an amusement park. And I was like, damn, they really be taking kids to an amusement park to try to make them feel better. And I was like, yeah, they took us to an amusement park after (laughs) our friend died in Costa Rica. Yeah, he literally, he passed. It had been like a couple days. And they were like, they tried to give us a counselor, but she mainly spoke Spanish. really hard to articulate your emotions in Spanish, Mm -hmm. um, especially if you're there to learn Because you're
1: trying to, you're trying to speak that and also you're a failure, like, there was a lot going on in your hair probably, trying to speak this, but also like, can I just speak to you? Yeah, it's hard enough in English, shit, when you're going through some shit. Yeah. So they took us to an amusement park. So that
0: all happened, um, really, uh, oh God, oh my God. Jesus, I've learned so many things this decade. I mean... Don't get overwhelmed. Yeah, no, it is overwhelming. There are a lot of lessons I had to go through. I've been through a a lot of therapy this decade, Mm -hmm. so I've really jump-started and catapulted through a lot of personal lessons. Mm -hmm. Um, I've learned things like how to... How to accept that your parents can't give you what you need from them um, and how to not be resentful about that. How to mm-hmm. actually say, based on what my parents have to offer, they can't give me what I need and to accept that. And I think anybody can can attest to that because your parents aren't perfect. They're right. not superhumans. They're human beings. Right. Um, I've also had to learn how to... Um, take a step back and not give so much of myself to keep people around um, and how to give love in a certain way. I've had to learn how to love myself because every step of the way I thought I was and every step of the way I had to learn ways I wasn't mm. um, even up to now. So unlearning things um, that I learned out of survival mm-hmm. um, and learning to survive in a new and healthier way.
1: I like that. I, I, I just you just you speaking reminded me that we got Red Table Talk as well this year. Yeah, we did get Red Table <laughs> Talk. Yeah, but I think, yeah, this year it's... I, it taught me a lot about acceptance of myself and loving who I am unapologetically and um, authentically. Um, This was the 20, this decade was when I moved here. Um, And I was the first time I was on my own, like financially and things of that nature. So I had to learn a lot about who I was, how I navigated spaces, like what can I um, do to grow as a person? What are my weaknesses? What are my fears? And actually have to face those instead of running to my family as escapes. Um, So this year was definitely me learning to be more comfortable in who I am and not be afraid to um, speak in my truth and walk on my truth yeah. and be as confident as I need to be. Because I think that was a thing that happened with me prior to the decade and just like in this decade, I was so wrapped up in pleasing others um, that I wasn't being able to satisfy me. And I was going through a lot of depressive depression and depressive states because I mm-hmm. always wanted to have this image of like, oh, Devery has is this strong person and things of that nature. And I think this year... This year and this decade, let me just say this decade, because it encompasses all really push that of like, you need to be you so that you can be happy. Yeah. And I think that was something I was like, damn. Like I had to face that so many times, mm-hmm. like going into spaces and I'm isolated because I have nobody to refer to. So I have to like start over with this, start over who, who I was. Nobody knew who I was. So I'm like coming to spaces, having to be thinking about like everything. It just was like, overwhelming for me. But I mean, I think this was the year that also I learned more about who I was, like mm. the decade and the year. But it was like, this is who you are, this is who you're going to become, and things of that nature, which is, I think, um, amazing. I think we t- I pushed myself too. I love that.
0: Yeah. Um, and I think we can. I want to come back to that. I just yeah. had a, had a thought about something else that happened this decade. Um, this has actually been the decade of of public shootings for this country. Mm-hmm. Um, I think most of the public shootings, the large mass shootings that have happened in my lifetime have also happened in this decade. Mm-hmm. Um, all the way dating back to when the, Bat- the Batman... Um, what was the, the movie? movie? The Batman Dark Knight Returns. Returns, right. Dark Knight Returns came out. That was the very first time I had seen a mass shooting in a public space and was aware of it. Um, and then Sandy Hook happening yeah. in 2012. Uh, mm-hmm. And then... Every single one from that, we had the Ferguson riots this decade. Um, we had the Baltimore ones. Didn't we? No,
1: Trayvon. No, Trayvon Trayvon Martin. That was all this decade. Yeah, we had that. We had North the um um Virginia. What was that up there? The like riots and shit like that. Oh, and Charlottesville. Charlottesville Charlottesville happened. That was just
0: what three years ago. Yeah. Oh my god. Child, this has been a crazy ass decade. this has been a crazy ass. There's decade. so much. It's been a crazy fucking decade. I mean, glove warming. Instagram, trash. Instagram. Oh, the is uprising a, of Instagram. The movement. Because I remember when Instagram first came out, and it was just this very, very minute, like just this like obscure art. Like people would take pictures and throw these random ass filters on them. They had like four or five filters. Mm-hmm. We used to love that shit. Because um, then they had a uh, viddy too, that which was just like little gifts you could make. Yeah. that was cool. But yeah, Instagram did not know that it would become the the force it has become and then that it would team with, up with evil ass Facebook. Yeah. Which brings us to another thing. This is the decade of Facebook uh being exposed to or selling our fucking data. They mm-hmm. really we have become actual capital because of that damn social media platform. Mm-hmm.
1: Um YouTube became more... Um, YouTube-shaped uh, cap- ca- careers. Before, Shoot! people used to make their careers because of YouTube, now YouTube people make profitable. careers on it. Like, yes, like, I have cousins word. that are now saying that they want to be YouTubers. See? Like, I have cousins that they want their job to be that. They want to create content, which I, my, I think of it a strength-based approach is they want to create content, not Certainly. be, um, like, YouTubers, but, like, be creatives. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah, don't think that, there's anything mm-hmm. wrong with that. I think about that, I was like, it became lucrative now. Yes. Like, just... <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Yes! I well, was like, it
0: became lucrative! Look how much ads have taken over, too. Like, YouTube started doing double ads. People aren't talking about this enough, but ads are getting significantly more invasive than they ever have
1: been. Yeah, I've always seen a damn ad.
0: They're, they have found very interesting places. I always... I said this, Um, I think it was last year. Don't be surprised if we, when you flip the page of a book, there's an ad in the middle of the shit. yeah. <laughs> because I will start reaping that shit out. I'm not playing. I don't fuck with ads. They get on my yeah. nerves.
1: <laughs> I cannot send you for that. That's... That's
0: true. <laughs> we about to we on our way to a dystopian uh, future on that shit. So let's. <laughs> I'm screaming. I'm. I hate ads. That's a that's a personal vendetta I have. I would like to have an ad free experience everywhere mm. I go. And if a bitch was rich, that would exactly be my uh mm. experience. What else happened this decade? I have a brain for it. I'm insecure. There's just so much insecure happen. Um, this is definitely Issa Rae's um decade. Yeah,
1: decade. The, her first film. Michael B. Jordan was the sexiest as like was the most talked about man of the year too.
0: Of the year? Yeah. Like as a I black didn't talk man. about him as much as I did people in was... 2015 and but I 16. I think that
1: was in court. I think that was in that was from.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I talked about I, that I, man throughout I, my whole college experience. Ooh, Shana well, hey, from... be,
1: I think people. Um. Uh. You're so petty. Um. <laughs> What is it? Black Panther skyrocketed him. Mm. And then also um, Creed. Those yeah. two movies prolif- mm. prolifer Whatever is the word is. is. prolifer. I don't know. Just, it blew him up to just like this man of like high stature too. Yes. And I love that. I love seeing that. Um, what do you, so let's specifically go back to this year. What are some things that you um want to leave in 2019? Uh for myself. Yeah, for yourself
0: in general. I would like to use excessive alcohol I would like to leave excessive <laughs> alcohol use in twenty nineteen. I, I would, would like to that. spend um and that was a that was a goal cool I had for this year, so let's try again yeah. next year. Um, you know, I think it's hard because socially, you know, a lot of social settings suck. So I want to drink to deal with those. Yes. And then also we just like 20 somethings, we gather together and we just drink. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I mean, I, I have been more aware of how alcohol is literally everywhere and it's something that a lot of people do, but there are people who are, who are really strong and don't partake in alcohol. I don't necessarily want to cut it to cold turkey. If I have to, I certainly um, right. will, but I would love to just be able to, um, tap into my own internal resources to be able to deal with something and or say, hey, this doesn't suit me to be here. I'm going to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would like to leave excessive alcohol use in 2019. I would like to leave, um, not fear, because I'm always going to have fear, yeah. but fear regarding my creative mm-hmm. um, growth. I would like to leave that behind.
1: Yeah. Same for me. I want to leave my anxiety and yeah. my fear of the unknown in 2019 because that has derailed me, in my opinion, significantly and where I want to go in certain spaces because I'm too afraid of what's going to happen. I'm afraid of the unknown. So I definitely want to leave that in there. And also, I want to leave the um, feeling of insecurity when it comes to social media. Um, When I I say that, it's letting social media consume my vision of who I am or the appearance of who I am or just social media Um, because that has this year specifically shot me. Like mm. I've looked at myself and compared myself all often to what I see that's presented on social media. Um, and that's kind of like put me in kind of a rut. And I want to leave that in 2019 because I know in 2020, I know that's not the case. I know that I should not be doing it. And I know that I should not be comparing myself to this, these images or these, these fantasies. But I mean, it, it's our reality because we are consumed by media. Absolutely. And the Kardashians who we see, you know, their life is put out there. So we, you know, all of that stuff like that. But I definitely want to leave that wow. for myself. A decade for them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we I, I refuse to ever talk about them on the show because they have so many platforms, but it has been a I will. I got to be transparent. It has Their been decade. significant. The, this show could be all about them. And oh my God, we couldn't even really be able to swallow them.
0: <laughs> It would be hard to get a list of the things that they yeah, it's, accomplished. But yeah. Um, what
1: else did you leave in 2019? I, I wonder if that was it. Um... I, I mean, I think, okay, so to be transparent, what I want to leave in 2019 is my thought process. My thoughts are my views on sex. Oh my God, mine was about to be bad. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> um, I uh, We've had this conversation. Yeah. I, um, I view sex and I'm afraid of sex. I'm afraid of, like, you know, casual sex. I'm afraid of the whole ideology of, like, you taking prep or pep and, like, AIDS, all that stuff like that. I have this... I don't know how this like this this worst case scenario in my head when it Sigma. comes to all of this stigma. Um, thank you. I need to use that word. Um, And I need to get rid of that because that has been uh that's that's prohibited me from opening up my sexual yeah. prowess. That's I've literally just avoided just any form of like sexual activity that I was afraid of or just like. Was uncertain of. Yeah. Um. Not saying I need to just be out here just testing the waters and t- taking a chance with things, but I've definitely like cocooned myself, and I think I I need to definitely get out of this stigma of what these things can do to me and what how they affect other people because that's something I think that has affected me and I think some people around me. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I pray that you find strength and liberation in your sexual like yeah. journey. Uh. This decade moving forward, and the, what better way to start than at the beginning of something. <laughs> Um I also hope that you find like the safety because here's the thing. Yeah. I think you have I think I have had to I'll speak yeah. from my experience both erase stigma and also protect myself. Because mm. the stigma exists in your brain the yeah. way it does for a reason. And a lot of the that does have to do with the outside world and the way that people have, especially for us as gay black men, have um constructed our sex lives and the way that the way they talk about it, the way they look at it, and then just like the whole implanting of AIDS yeah. in our community. Um
1: <laughs> implanted.
0: <laughs> it was. Yeah. And um but I think you have to both unlearn stigma yeah. and then also protect yourself. Mm-hmm. So, you know, use condoms accordingly, get your prep, um, be educated about how STDs and STIs, um, STIs work and how they're spread and what the statistics are so that you can both enjoy yourself, have fun, feel free yeah. and empowered, which is most important. Because yeah, there's so much, sex is so much about power. You should feel empowered when you do it. Yeah. Um that you can both enjoy yourself and then walk away and feel guilt and shame free. Mm -hmm. I don't, like, because for a while, that was at least about two or three years ago, I would walk away from sex and be like, I'm scared. I hope this doesn't happen to me. I hope this doesn't. Oh, I feel guilty. I am officially now at a point where I can walk away from sex and feel like, Wow. Hopefully, I, if I did it right, I enjoyed myself,
1: <laughs> if <laughs> and if I the did other person right. did it right, right, we
0: both enjoy ourselves, and I walk away from that feeling like a, a regular human being, mm-hmm. and no shame attached to that. So I hope that I hope you get there.
1: Yeah, I I, I need to because I I don't know. I I, I just excuse me. I, I'm I'm afraid of it. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid of just like. What could come about, or just like the interactions between people, like like I tell you, like I've, I'm afraid of like Jack and Grinder. Like I've never, I don't know why I'm afraid of an app. Oh no, everybody is. But <laughs> many, many are at least. It's the, the those two apps. I just, I think, I think I, I'm. I'm afraid of the perceived notion of just being sexed. Like
0: I would sexed not dry. be afraid of that because we—it's hard for yeah. us to meet each other mm-hmm. and to—and that is because that's me. Yeah, that, I do need to. Yeah, that's true. So a lot of people are on Jack for like friends, and people tell you that people are lying when they say that, but not often. There are people who are genuinely on that app to meet other people, mm-hmm. and I have made friends from Jack. So yeah. don't ever discount that. Um, and my thought process—and I've said this to people because I've—I ha- have a friend who's like, I'm scared that if I'm on there with my picture, you know, I'll be at work and someone will see. Yeah. Yeah. I always say if they see you on there, they're on there too. Yeah. It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. Like, you can't. I, the way I see it is if if you catch me on jack bitch I caught you. <laughs> you <laughs> you caught me we caught each other. Yeah, we caught each, we other. each other. We gay. <laughs> we gay. <laughs> 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 or bye. Yeah, we can whatever, right, you know. Whatever girl, you we, are. What are you, you, up, you up here with me. Yeah. Well, I ain't on here alone. So right. don't let don't ever let if somebody sees you on jack bitch, they was there too. Yeah. That's a party that everybody was invited <laughs> to. So <laughs> let go of that already. Mm-hmm. Um you know just you know use it as you was. You that's your you're in charge of your experience. I need to be a controller. You are in charge of your experience on there. You can write the rules, you can respond to whom you want to, mm. you can, you know, mm-hmm. meet up with who you want to, whomever you want to. You don't have to. It's whatever. That's your experience. Mm-hmm. I want people to de um destigmatize de- 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 yeah. those apps. Um, because I mean, granted, they are like for hookups um at their core, but they also are a great networking for people who have a hard time meeting people in person. I yeah. do hope that we can do better moving in 2020 with uniting and, and meeting each other and talking to each other and yeah without alcohol, Um, but maybe, you know, in the meantime, we have these apps so we can use them. Meet a friend, say hi. You want to get
1: to I actually made a friend this year from Jack, so there we go. I met a friend uh, this year from Tinder. See, yeah. Well, that was not this year. That was not this year at all. Sorry, I'm thinking about uh, that's not this
0: year. It was this decade. <laughs> it was
1: this decade, though. It was. But no, um, is there anything that you want to leave?
0: Bad dating. Um, bad I would dating. like to be leave bad dating and emotional unavailability, mm. um, which I think we could talk about um one day yes. on this show. Yes. Um, I like to leave that in 2019. I have had a number of terrible dating experiences and things that could have been dating experiences that never got there, mm-hmm. um, due to both my emotional unavailability and other men's a hard lesson I had to learn this year was because someone said it on Twitter and I had to reevaluate if you're dating um, emotionally unavailable people, chances are you are also emotionally unavailable. Mm, and yeah. that has been true to me. I've had to take a really hard look at myself and realize that I absolutely am. Um, And there are people I am emotionally available with and I keep that very tight knit. Didn't realize it did, What mm-hmm. to do. So I would like to be better at dating um, and be more open and honest and patient with men.
1: Mm-hmm. Is going, transitioning into 2020. What are some things that you want to bring into 2020 or what are some things Ooh. that you want to try to this... do in this new... This is an excuse to reset. This yes. is an excuse to try all type of things now. It's like news.
0: double though, right? Because, yeah. it's good. because again, it's not just the year. We do a reset okay. every year, but this is the, this is, this is a new me going into number mm-hmm. one, this being the new quarter of my life. I am starting the second quarter of my life um, in 2020. Mm-hmm. And um, this is amazing. So I would like to bring with me this newfound sense of sticking up for myself. I'm still learning it, but I want to improve upon it in 2020 um, of saying what I have to say. Mm. I have spoken up in different ways that I never thought I would. Um, And I guess that trait has always been with me, but it faltered when I graduated college. Mm. Because college is one beast to conquer. You know, your first year, you're like, "Mm, all right. By the time you're a senior, you're like, I can say whatever I want to. That's the last time I have to do that. So now I'm in the, in the full force phase of this life, right? And now I'm like, well, I'm going to have to figure out how to speak up in real life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to take that into 2020. Um, being more honest with my family and my loved ones mm-hmm. about my thoughts. Yeah, I've always been honest about my emotions with them. Um, and that never, that didn't always work out well. But I need to be more honest about what I'm thinking
1: mm-hmm. and what,
0: like, I'm feeling immediately. So if I feel uncomfortable saying, this is making me uncomfortable, I would like it to stop. Yeah. Um, so that I can build stronger and better relationships
1: with everyone. Yeah. Um, I think I would like to bring or start in 2020 is just a better healthy, like health in regards to regimen Yeah, regime. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's one thing that I've just been very aware of is that my health is like very important for me to last. Yes. And I think I've been around people or just like heard about like yesterday I met a man that had a stroke at 40. And, like, he just, like... I didn't know that he looked something was was up, but I did know what happened. And then when he left, somebody told me, but I was just, like, knowing my health right now and just, like, seeing, like... I'm going to be transparent. I think that that could be the cause of me leaving this earth is a stroke or heart attack because I have anxiety and, like, high blood pressure and things like that. Like, as a black man, too, that's very high for us. So I think about that. So I think this year I'm trying to really be um like intentional with working out or changing my diet or just yeah, like that was it for that me together is, yeah. yeah and then also um being comfortable um also sorry um being comfortable and trying other creative endeavors um i i gave up on certain things like youtube um and 20 in 2010 2019 whatever because i was afraid of the people's response and also not getting the getting the attention that I wanted. So actually getting back into something that I really care. Photography as well. Getting back into that and not being afraid of people's reception of it or just like doing it for me. I think I definitely want to start that back up because I loved it. I wanted to do it and when I came here I made an excuse like oh in 20, when I moved here in 2016 I was like oh I don't have time to create or nothing allowing me to be creative but it was also me restricting myself from Letting people see who I was, um, so yeah, I think I want to bring that <clears throat> into twenty twenty, um, and then also just like coming into twenty twenty, I just want to be happier with me. Mm. I think I need to, um, oh, bring be happy with me, which means tr- uh, trying therapy. Actually, my goal is to actually sit in the office, like have a have a like a, a session, or just get into that because that's one thing that is always been a thing that I needed to do but I've never did it but this year I'm like I am making the steps to actually seek therapy
0: I was just talking to my cousin about that mm-hmm. uh, the first thing I said out of my mouth was I love therapy she yeah. said that was the first time she had ever heard that really that someone said that they love therapy I, I want y'all to stop bad mouthing
1: therapy just because you have
0: bad experiences mental, get a better therapist mental
1: health has been like first of all significant in this year as well like yes. the importance of our mental health it has shaped everything that we're doing yes um in life and work and stuff like that like I always hoped it would therapy has been the most casual conversation I've like heard and like specifically in the workspace now with family it's different you know I talk about it at work all right. the
0: time trying to make sure people feel comfortable I, I think with
1: that. Four out of seven of my coworkers I know openly um, have have therapy. Good. Like they go to therapy sessions. Um, so I want to take that upon myself as well. Um, Good. Bring that into twenty twenty. You'll to- love it. Yeah.
0: The things that come from it, you really learn. That's again the reason why I have had such a catapulted awareness of myself this decade is because as soon as I had the opportunity to see a counselor freshman year of college, I absolutely did. Um, and it has really put things into perspective for me. I think that's something, If, if and this is to anybody who's ever met me or who, who will ever meet me and get this from me. If you ever get a sense that I know myself very well, I have to give the majority of that to the fact that I have been to a counselor mm. this entire decade. As long as I have access to mental health assistance, I have sought it out. Um, and sometimes for situational things and sometimes for, for my overall health. Mm. But I learned most of what I know about myself through a combination of counseling, um, an awareness of what happens to me, and self-reflection. I ask myself questions about why I feel the way I feel. I regularly find myself asking myself, are you okay?" And Mm. then answering that question as best as I can. What are you feeling? You can learn so much about yourself if you if you become aware of how you are in any given moment, and then also check in with yourself regularly mm. after traumatic events after large changes you make a change if you move somewhere, check in with yourself how am I feeling? how am I coping? um I just wanted to give that out to you guys yeah. because this is i I really am most thankful most thankful for that for the decade is that I have consistently learned new things about myself mm-hmm. and have and that's why I say this has been such a decade of adventure, from seeing different countries, um, meeting different people, doing wild things within the country. <laughs> um, and then also just like new themes in my own life and mm-hmm. my own personal development. I've learned so much.: Yeah,
1: I've, I've, I've learned a lot. Um, this has been a year. Yeah, I can think about it, like I think about like I think the theme for me. Um, for this year was, like, transparency. I think that was the thing that... The theme of this year for me was, like, being more transparent with my emotions and actions and thoughts. Yes. Like, moving very transparent. Like, yes. if I did not want to go somewhere saying that or if I wanted to express my feelings to someone doing that or being, um, being more vocal with my parents about my relationship with them, like, I think I, like, established this year, like, transparency. And I, I think that was something I, like, feel like I learned... I accomplished... And I like ended like on a good note, like with my family, like being able to actually have open conversations about like relationships and partners, like just talk about health with my father, like family, my mom, just like seeing that and just like seeing a healthier dynamic with that. I think that was something that was important for me. I like that. I I'm, I I look at it because I I go home every holiday, Thanksgiving and Christmas, and like this time, I can honestly say like I felt comfortable, like just I don't know I just was like I was comfortable saying oh I'm going to go see this guy or I'm, like, comfortable, like, talking about this guy, or just, like... With your family? Yeah. yeah, I I haven't even done that. Yeah, I, like, like, comfortably saying, like, oh, this, I feel, this how I feel about this person, or, like, this is, like, even getting to the point of, like, being vivid with my sister. (laughs) Like, me and her, we talked about some things, and I was, like, girl, we we really just talked about that with each other. But, um, yeah, I think that was 2019 and 2020 for me was, like, the theme of, 2019 was transparency and i think going into uh 2020 for me my theme is pushing the boundary or mm. pushing my creativity like yeah. i need to put myself at the forefront of everything and just be proud of who i am because i know i have all this creativity and all this potential but i need to actually like execute and not like find excuses because mm. that's what i do all the time yeah like, oh i can't do this i don't have this but it's like no you have the capability you just don't want to do it or put... Like, have you exposed for everyone to be able to judge?
0: Certainly. I'm like... I would like to take this year's creative productivity into next year. I would mm-hmm. actually like to expound upon it. And, like, um I would like to really, really, really stretch... And within reason mm-hmm. my abilities to be creatively You did productive. so many shows this
1: year. I know and like thinking <laughs> back at it like, I was like this you did so many shows the uh, the show that DC the web series you did.
0: Yeah, I did uh my very first time doing yes. a web series, did a little guest spot on um uh Grown the web series oh, yes, and then yes. actually filmed um the the show I did this year um and then which is my first love. Mm-hmm. And then also did Tears of the Soul, like, three times this year alone. Cheese mm-hmm. Louise, I did Tears of the Soul so many times this year. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, starting the play that I'll be doing yeah. in January. So, yes, this has been a creatively productive year for me. Yes! In and, oh, and the podcast, of yes,
1: course. I, yes! Yes! I, I,
0: I, I, this has been... I, I literally loved it. I don't think I complained. I mean, there were d- days when I was like, I'm tired. Yeah. And I complained about running around the place. But... I love being busy. I have to take this and want to take this into my wish is to take this into 2020. That's on 5555. Five, five, five. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um yes. and uh, I would like to leave any of the ungratefulness I had about it this year and any of the anxiety I had about it that, mm-hmm. uh, this year and any of the laziness I had about yes. it this year I, yeah. and to leave that here yeah. I think that I learned how to be productive and, and what I need to um, do to stay productive mm-hmm. and I'd like to take all of that into next year and not have to revisit that lesson again I don't ever want to have to run back to figure out how do I do more yeah. I want to be able to juggle those things well because you did
1: it this year and, yeah I this did, you did
0: it. I want to juggle and now I don't have a car, so it'd be interesting to, to see how that with, how that works with me relying on public transportation, mm-hmm. which I love. I absolutely love public transportation. <laughs>
1: That's um, good. So yeah, yeah. I, um, I did a, I did a fashion show this year, and I hosted a, um, a, a club opening. Yes. When I think about that, I was like, wow. Like this, I appreciate me creating this platform this year because this has opened me up to meeting other people, um, having other men be able to be like, hey, I want to be a part of this show. Um, or just like come and just be candid yeah I appreciate what the platform that I created or we've created or just in general because if you didn't you, have it <laughs> I know it. I given here I hate like giving myself credit no I, you I created have myself this on my back which is a problem I need to do yeah um creating this platform and I'm excited for where it goes because it's it's the, the sky is the limit. Absolutely. Did you? The sky is the mm, limit mm, to mm, what mm, I can mm. have. Shout out to the Clark sisters. Come on, you and the Clark's. You, the, you that was your, that was for you too. Yes. Yeah, so also, maybe. I got a new job this year, so that was good. Whoop, yeah. whoop. What? So to close out this episode, what were your, in regards to the show, what were your favorite episode? What was your favorite episode and your favorite guest? Okay, so my favorite guest, um, <laughs>
0: I absolutely think it was T. Breezy.
1: <laughs> We just was talk about him because he wants to be a part of the show again. Cool. I can't
0: wait to have you back, love. Yes, Dee Breezy. Yes. Uh
1: it was just he was
0: funny. He yeah. was he was a hoot. Um, yeah. so <laughs> that was what my first time. Yes, like, that was like my the first guest. Oh my him. god! Like the first time I had been here with a guest, so yeah. he definitely broke my guest cherry. Um, <laughs> come on, come on. Uh, my favorite episode. And sorry, Charles, you you're definitely runner up. Oh, Charles was mine, <laughs> so that's fine. <laughs> um. And I would say my favorite episode was the one that we
1: did on was it Friendship? Friendship. I think that was. Was it the been... one about like um the intimacy of friendship?
0: I think it was that one.
1: I, I loved that. That was a good one. I really, loved that episode. Really good one. Um Charles, it was so it it's a tie um for me uh with Charles, because Charles came in and I just loved his energy. Um and then also Mimi. Yeah, I and love Mimi came, came, came in, in too. and Mimi talked about just like y'all both talked about being black and other um countries and like <laughs> areas. I really, that was a traveling episode. That was a traveling Ooh. episode, which I really appreciated. And I think um I'm trying to think of the episode. I gotta literally probably go through. I'm not gonna go through. through. No, I got it. I got you. Yes, go through and figure out. Is it when Marcus was here? No, I think it was um when you were here. Okay, I think it was when you were here. Let me go to the titles. Um.
0: We got our mid twenties, personality tests, by black bodies in foreign places, problematic panders, decoded, was it no. I think
1: it was problematic panders. <laughs> I think it was actually the conversation of problem problematic panders. Um I really can't remember, but I think it was like that conversation. And gender. G- gender. Gender was when we had the like we had the um the gender um the gender elephant. I mean the unicorn. Yeah. We talked about the difference between gender and um was that Mask for Change? No, that was gender. Okay. Mask for Change when we were talking about uh, Pharrell. Oh, okay. yeah. We talked about Pharrell on that one. Yeah, so I think it was problematic pander. No, it was gender. What do we... T- problematic panders. I keep forgetting that. We talked yeah, about... I don't
0: remember what that was we either. We talked
1: about... <laughs> so
0: much. I know we talked about somebody pandering, because that's why it was called that. But I don't remember what the topic was for that. I have to remember.
1: <laughs> we, we did so many episodes. We have. What number are we on right now? We're on 20... This is 31. 31.
0: This is thirty one. Thirty one weeks. Thirty one weeks. Of work. Of the show. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And this is one of my favorite accomplishments for the year. This yeah. is absolutely one of my favorite accomplishments. This is the most consistent thing I've done. Um and I'm very really proud of how how uh, much I've grown in my responsibility with this podcast. Yeah. Um I think in just terms of like showing up to... I'm, I'm not bad with commitments. I yeah. was very active in college. So <laughs> it's not like I'm not used to commitments. But this is the first time I'm seeing myself become the person I was in college. Mm-hmm. Um, And this year has been the year of that that I'm... Taking on new opportunities, new responsibilities, and and really showing leadership where I am mainly. So I'm I'm proud to be getting back to
1: that. Devin. Yeah, that I,
0: Devin went into yeah. retreat after graduation.
1: But I, same, I, that was definitely the same for me. I think also um, this show has helped me understand it's okay for help and yeah. to let people in. Woo! I think that was something I I came in um, after my co-hosts left. I came really holding everything. On my shoulders from editing, from the content, from what we talked about, from the guest, and it really was overwhelming. But I never wanted to show that because I was like, my it was the show I created and things of that nature. But then, like, I think you, me, feeling comfortable, and then you also reassuring me that you like wanted to help and assist once you like figured out what you wanted to, you know, understand things like that. I think that became a sigh of relief because it wasn't. I never wanted this to feel like it was a job Mm -hmm. or something that was very draining. Because once it did, it wouldn't have been fun for me. Right. Um, but I think with you and then also just, like, my, my me learning to let the reins go and letting myself, like, have people come in and, like, be vulnerable and also me be vulnerable. Like, I created a show to be vulnerable, but I wasn't vulnerable, which that was kind of like, how the fuck do you create a show and not be vulnerable mm-hmm. about vulnerability? <laughs> um, so I think that's something that um, I appreciate about this platform. and. 2020, I'm just excited for what we have to offer for ourselves. I am excited for this, for for everything we have outside of this. I do think we're going to have a great year. I think this year, I'm I'm coming in with a a fresh, optimistic mind. I have have the financial aspect to go into. I have the creative juice and the, the... resurgence in this, the like grounding to understand that you can put forth any effort if you, if, you, if you're if you hungry for it. Like I have so many projects that I want to start now yes. and I'm like, oh, I have, I'm getting back. I want to get back to YouTube. I want to get back to photography. I have like ideas already. So
0: I'm naming and claiming every manifestation yeah. for 2020 because I have definitely put in the work to, and to, to even have the mindset to do that. Mm-hmm. Going into 2020, I'm leading the decade off with, this is going to be my time, like like everything and maybe not everything but the majority of what I want and need for the next year is coming yeah I'm excited so
1: to wrap up the last episode of 2019 <laughs> wow <laughs> what is what are your affirmations What do mm-hmm. you want to leave the podcast of 2019 wow this seems like it's go- we're going to be here the next, in the next episode but it's just like 2019 this, like, a, this is a close yes it is a it's close. a close so what do you want to leave what oh. do you want to say
0: Seriously, and there'll be lyrics. The sky is the limit to mm-hmm. what I can have, um, and I am absolutely naming and claiming everything that belongs to me. Um, I have the the focus, the motivation, the ambition, mm-hmm. and I have the love mm-hmm. to make it all come into fruition.
1: Uh, and yes, mine is to chase your dreams even if you don't see them. Mm-hmm. Like, make sure that you, you go for them. Oh. Do not be afraid. Even if you don't see the end goal... Or you don't have an end goal, but you know where you want to start, still chase that. Because you never know what would happen if you don't do it. So I want people to understand that it's okay to push the boundaries, to be odd or quirky in your space because it will play out for you. Authenticity is, I think, the key factor in people's success. And we need to remember when you're authentically yourself, people will love you no matter what. Cardi, Megan. Cardi, Megan, Lizzo, all of that Ari. stuff. Ari. Ari Lennox, you're authentically you. Yep. And we will love you. Every last one of them. Um, so, we are wrapping it up. You all can follow us on our social media platforms. Thank you all for listening to the yes, show. Yes, thank you guys. We appreciate this wrap up, this debrief, this, all of this that we're having this closing, but we will be back. Um, You can follow me on my social media and my Instagram at uh, social media, which is my Instagram, my Twitter at underscore Lord Every underscore L O R D E V E R Y. You can follow me on Twitter at Free Negro. That's F R E
0: E N E G R E A U X, mm-hmm. and on Instagram at
1: Derwin King. Yes, you can write us um in our DMs or on Twitter, on Instagram and Twitter. Oh, I messed that up. <laughs> at um that Black Boy Joy. Or you can write us um, in our emails at thatblackboyjoypodcast at gmail.com. We love you all. We are so grateful to have you all listening to us. Continue um, listening to us in the new year, and we will be back with another episode next week. Bye! Okay. Hey. I'm talking about the bad boy